The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Today's episode is brought to you by Fulton, a modern brand of arch support. Fulton launched the most comfortable, supportive, and sustainable insole on the planet. Fulton insoles have a deep heel cup and a comfortable arch support that aligns your body from head to toe. They're using sustainable materials like vegan cactus leather and cork, allowing them to mold to the shape of your arch and provide customized support. They're also shock absorbing, reducing impact on the body and are aligned with natural foam to make them extra comfortable. Back in 2011, I broke my ankle. That's the story for another day. Anyway, since then, me and cute shoes have not gotten along. I have to wear shoes that give me the best support for my ankles. But in heels, child, when I wear heels, I have to wear insoles or I'll be looking crazy because I need all the support. If you are in need of insoles that provide customized support, Fulton is offering our listeners $10 off your next purchase at walkfulton.com by using the code POD10. That's code POD10 for $10 off at walkfulton.com. Check out the website to see how Fulton can support you. You're listening to the Slang Self-Doubt Podcast, where we empower women of faith to identify, acknowledge, and accept their doubts and limits and beliefs in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Welcome back to another episode of the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. I am here with Adrienne Russell from Chic Essentials Boutique and Curated Styles by Adrienne. Welcome, Adrienne, to the show. How are you? Hey, girl. Hey. What's going on? Oh, no. Thank I you am for having me. Oh, you are so welcome. I'm excited about um, y'all. I know y'all always be like, she's like, she excited about every uh, all the conversations. <laughs> I am, y'all. I be, I be so serious because... It literally is like, I'd be telling God, I need you to connect me with the right people. Because whoever is uh-huh. connected to Slaying Self-Doubt, it's like, it's, it's forever. Okay, Cardi B, forever. All right? Forever, ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I don't, I don't want no problems, okay? So whenever I, like, the Lord connects me with, like, a great, great woman, I'd be like, this going to be, and especially because y'all get to see most of the time these are our first conversations so it's not like yep. we talked the whole week before it and now now we having a, a conversation right. this is literally the first time we're speaking so i love it's it that yeah i love it that already organic. yes and our energy is already like okay then you know so i was like <laughs> this is going to be good good um yes. so 
I actually found Adrian on Instagram. Actually, I'm going to tell you where I actually found you at. So you okay. did a live with um, Keele Carter. Um, and uh-huh. you guys- I was on her podcast too. Oh, like back see? when it was momish, I was on her podcast. Oh, and see, I didn't, I, back then, you know, Slant uh-huh. Some Doubt was just like, I had tunnel vision. Like I was like, I ain't stepping yeah. outside of this box, Lord. I'm going to just do whatever you tell me to do. I'm not connected with nobody. But y'all were doing a, a podcast. A, a live and uh-huh. I caught like the end of it because I think I was doing I think I did one with somebody and then sec- because I was on live I just happened to be looking and so I was like oh yeah. just pop in and the part that I caught was when y'all were talking about like not playing small this year and uh-huh. I, and I was just like mm-hmm, okay and right in that moment the Lord was like her I was like okay then so I actually okay, up to both of y'all because <laughs> uh, I was like I got I got you I got you so it'd be stuff like that Ooh. so like it was like just in that conversation how authentic you were how transparent y'all were talking about things I was just like yeah. okay she got to come on here she got to tell her story so I was yes. able to hear that so I want you to tell the audience a little bit about yourself and how you got started okay thanks so y'all hello <laughs> I'm Adrian. <laughs> So I am a DMV native. I'm bo- I was born and raised in Prince George's County. I'm from the Lago hey, area. Okay, the area. area <laughs> for y'all that are around here. Um, I am a wife of 17 years. I am a mom of three. My kids are 17, 15, and 11. So they drive me Ooh. up a wall every day. Child, it's <laughs> Woo, that's a whole nother podcast episode, honey. Raising tweens and teenagers. Listen. So I'm a, a mom of three by day from my nine to five. I'm actually a medical science liaison for a major pharmaceutical company. So I'm a scientific educator. I'm a pharmacist by training, graduated from Howard University School of Pharmacy. Hey, and I'm okay, also man. a Morgan State okay. University All the HBCUs alum. all up in Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, we, we, we all about the HBCUs. Yeah, my husband also I met him in Morgan and he went to Morgan for all his grad school as well so we HBCU educated yes say. um and so by day I do scientific education and um every other hour of the day I'm, <laughs> I'm running my two companies which are Chic Essentials Boutique and also Curated Styles by Adrian so I'm a personal brand stylist I work specifically with female entrepreneurs that want to elevate their uh, personal brand style and then I offer chic, timeless, and inclusive fashion for women through Chic Essentials Boutique. So, yes. yeah, that's okay, me in a nutshell. Oh, that 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 is more than enough. Okay, so <laughs> we, so the whole even. So first of all, I uh, I went to Hampton, so I'm just going to go ahead hey. and say, hey, okay. okay. Uh, hey, a lot of people I love that went to Hampton. Yeah, so it's home by the sea, sis. Home by the sea. But yes, I love the. I love like I can already tell the stories about to be like good because I want to know how you go from a scientific pharmacist by trade <laughs> health pharmaceutical person <laughs> to styling bamas like i just I know, exactly <laughs> listen L- listen, on my website, I even actually have on Chica Central's web- boutique website, when you go to like about me, it even says like, I know a combination of like a scientist and a fashionista don't really make no sense in the world. But here I am 
and this is who I am, honey. So uh, yeah. So <laughs> let's talk about that real quick before we get into the 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 self doubt portion of it. Like what up? Okay. What started that that thing to say? Okay, you know what? Have, have you always been into fashion, or if it was like some one day that was just like, you know what? I put some stuff together yeah. and I could do it for other people too really an interesting story so yes I have always been into fashion to answer that question like high school middle school I was always you know kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to do you know yeah um, pulling together outfits like I always wanted to look cute that was you know the 90s we thought we were doing something (laughs) so I was always into fashion but when I got into um, undergrad at Morgan State University it was always this ongoing joke because, you know, for the, for those of you that are listening that don't know about PG County, you know, they call it Pretty Girl County. So, yes. like, we would always be, like, dressed up to the nines, honey, with nowhere to go. on no Girl, <laughs> nowhere to go. Look like we was going to the club every day. And then all the, like, men and people from other areas of the U.S. were like, what's up with these PG County girls? Like, they always dressed up. And the PG County dudes would be like, oh, yeah, that's how they are, like, every day. That's yes. Friday. Friday. That's nothing really big so, we can even dress up some sneakers like you yes, like oh like, let me you got you got to have it all together <laughs> like to bougie and extra like yes bougie and, extra. bougie and extra <laughs> so anyway so I was being my normal PG County bougie extra self at, at Morgan and there was a particular event that was coming up so you know at that time that's when we was getting them refund checks back right there wasn't our damn money but we were spending it like it yes. was our money <laughs> yeah. couldn't tell us nothing so in my mind I was rich rich every time I was getting back that three two four thousand dollars whatever it is so I ran my broke suit and ass to the mall um, <laughs> with the money that wasn't mine and you know I found this boutique and I was like oh I gotta get this dress for this event ain't nobody gonna have this dress I'm gonna be fly blah 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 so whoop de woo I go into the boutique and I'm like hey I'm looking for such and such I think I want to get this so the lady kind of looks me up and down and and I've always been a curvy girl so I'm five eight she has hips she has thighs she has it all yeah I've always been curvy so the associate was like oh no we don't carry like your size here we don't have yeah I'm talking about all my edges and looked at me like it was almost like a scene from y'all seen pretty woman right like when she came in and was trying to buy the expensive clothes. And she's yeah. like, we don't have anything for you here, girl. That's how I felt. Basically. Oh, my like, gosh. And, and pretty woman. So I was, like, so ashamed, felt bad, walked out. Look, walked out with my little refund check money that I thought I had. Because, you know, I was big balling. I was yeah. Like, I can buy whatever. What's going on? What, what is? What's good? Girl, she uh, gathered me and sent me on my way. Oh, man. And in that moment, I said to myself, you know what? No woman should ever have to feel that way when they go into a store shop. No one should feel humiliated because mm. of their shape or their size. And I took that experience and that humiliation and locked it away in the back of my mind. And I said, one day I'm going to start my own brand. I'm going to start my own clothing line that's going to be focused and catered to women of different shapes and sizes because no woman should ever have to feel that way. Yeah. So that's where it really came from. So then again, I locked it away you know, went through school, went through grad school. My, my kids were young. So I just kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And then one day in 2018, it's just, it's almost like God just spoke to me. Like, mm. when, when are you going to start this bit? Like you've been saying for basically a decade now at this point that you're going to start this clothing brand and you're going to, 
you know, serve these women of different shapes and sizes and your brand is going to be about inclusivity and you're going to empower women through fashion. You keep saying you're going to do it, but when you're going to do it, I mean, wow. literally wow. it came to me and I got up, <clears throat> I'll never forget it. I walked into the room. My husband's watching football. This is during football season. And I said, Child, you I'm know you don't uh, <laughs> you know interrupt him during that time. Girl, uh, listen, girl. He he probably was half listening, but half not. Oh uh, yeah, okay. baby. Okay. <laughs> I was like, um, I'm I'm getting ready to launch this boutique, and he was like, what? Like he turned around because of course he like you've been talking about, it. and I was like, no, I'm serious. I'm launching it. So this that was October 2018. I launched that boutique. I launched Chic Essentials Boutique in April of 2019. So I gave myself six months, grinded, researched, did everything I had to do, and I launched it. And it's like, I mean, literally, it felt like God was like right there with you. Like, you said you're going to do this. All right, so you ready? All right, let's do it. And it's like, we can grind it together, girl. So it that's really the story behind how I started the boutique and then how I ended up starting the styling company is once I started the boutique, I noticed a need for many of the women that I was servicing in the boutique, they were asking for styling tips. Mm-hmm. They were asking me, well, when are you going to start styling? When are you going to start offering styling services? Many of them were female entrepreneurs. Many of them were women, you know, just like you and me, they were starting brands, building yeah. brands. They were trying to figure out, okay, how do I show up for my brand? Does it align with my brand voice? What should I do? And then the light bulb went off and I realized that the part of the business that I really love the most it, you know, it really isn't about like the money ne- necessarily or selling the clothes. It's the connection that I have with women yeah. and how women tell me that they feel when they put on Chic Essentials Boutique clothing and the DMs that I get and the conversations that I have. And I was like, that's the part of the business that I'm most passionate about and I love the most. So why wouldn't I start a styling business where I can work even more intimately with these women? So that's how I ended up launching curated styles by adrian it was because of a need that i recognized within the business and my passion for working directly with women yes so first of all y'all know whenever you hear these stories right it always comes from some type of personal something personal to us right like god will always use your whether it's a a personal pain point a burden on you to be Mm -hmm. able to bless somebody else and a lot of times you know when we go through this journey of like really fully walking into our purpose we delay it because we again just like with this slaying self-doubt you think you by yourself i'm the only person that actually has to deal with this because the illusion is that everybody else has what they need and they don't i don't need an extra thing i don't need this and so uh, as a curvy girl myself who is Mm -hmm. shorter in statue because i'm only five (laughs) four okay Uh and i got hips and a behind and all of that it is hard to find clothes that fit it's either too long and i'm walking on my pants you know or you got that (laughs) i hate that gap in the back okay it's like in the back of your pants where if you don't know if you if you don't have a gap in the back of your pants you're not gonna know what i'm talking about but for those of us that know (laughs) for those that deal with the gap gap in the back (laughs) of your pants yeah listen (laughs) it is so annoying to go places and then you after you always feel like you have to travel outside of certain things right like uh, i can't go to the regular store um because this is just not gonna fit you know and i i hate buying clothes online i like i gotta try on everything because i was like what may fit for one person if you don't have this this don't you is not i you can't you i my my 12 or 14 or 
18 ain't gonna fit the same way on you and and it's just it's mad annoying to try to find really really nice stuff because also you don't Mm want to be out here like for me personally um I've shared this on here before that like I was like straight up and down for a very long time and then I got sick took some I had some prednisone and then all my curves Uh came right (laughs) normally people blow up and my 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 curves came and they never left and it was so hard like growing up trying to find stuff that didn't make me look like extra provocative or you know I can't and being in corporate America like I would see see women with some mini skirts on or the bodycon dresses and a sweater and I would be like so you mean in a minute I don't know what that is with the let me throw a bodycon on with a blazer over top and now I'm and now I'm incorporating and I'm like I I, I gotta wear a sweater over my pants because I'm like one you, you have people who will say something or look a certain type of way and it's just uh, it's so annoying. So first of all, thank you for creating something for me. Okay, I just want to tell you that <laughs> you are welcome, girl. And it, and it's a, I will tell you in the fashion industry, it's a struggle. Even when I work with vendors, I'm constantly sourcing vendors because I want quality product, yeah, quality material. I'm not trying to sell that cheap, you know, see through, see your drawers, yes. yeah. So I want it to be quality. I want it to be value. So when you're spending a dollar with my boutique you know it's going you know a long way and it's going to be something that again back to the timeless piece that can live in your closet for years not just something you won't wash and then the next time you wear it it's right it's all falling apart so to find something that's quality good material all of that and then also realistically can fit a woman's body especially a black woman's body that's that's who I have in mind when I'm pulling these items it is very very challenging because the majority of the vendors in the fashion industry are from china that's Mm. just facts yeah that is what it is yeah so as we talk about this journey how did self-doubt show up Woo! um (laughs) lord oh my god (laughs) self-doubt has showed up so many times in my life i will say it probably first started showing up um really as a child Mm. actually um I think self-doubt started showing up just because like I was always a a taller girl so I'm five eight but when I was younger you know you never wanted to be like the tall girl right all the boys were shorter and I'm blind as a bat so I always wore like glasses and my glasses were like thick back then in the 80s so I think like the a little bit of the self-doubt started to creep in then and that was more about my appearance now luckily my mom and my dad always were present especially my mom she was just one of those moms that would just like size you up no matter what like whatever her kids did she would blow it up to like the 10th 20th power and I'm like that with my kids too so she all she instilled so much confidence in me that I think it helped me overcome that piece but that's really when it I think initially started to creep in so I think then I almost had times in my life where I would like overcompensate as a young kid. And mm. I and that that would be by me maybe acting out. Like, you know, I was always like funny and goofy and playing around and you know, that thing in class. Yeah. So I think some of that came from me trying to overcompensate because really I was self-conscious about how I look. Mm. Um and then that, you know, and then that slowly started to, you know, drift off. And then I think 
once I became an adult and I was in um, college and kind of matriculating through college. So once I got pregnant with my son, that was literally like two months before I graduated from undergrad. So I was getting ready to go to pharmacy school. Girl, I had just found out I got accepted to Howard. And then I also found out that my ass was pregnant. Yeah. My, you know, with me and my husband were pregnant. My boyfriend at the time yeah. so I was like freaking out girl I was like how am I gonna do this I'm my mother like I can't do I can't have this baby there's no way I can do it and my mom's like girl you are 20 years old if you don't go sit down somewhere <laughs> like so I was freaking out and I was thinking she was gonna be mad at me but she just prayed all that and <clears throat> I was like there's no way I'm gonna be able to you know, go through pharmacy school and have a baby. And this is going to ruin my life. Because, mm. you know, and we always have this plan, right? In yeah. my mind, I was going to go to grad school. Then I was going to get married. Then I was going to have kids. Then I was going to have the white picket fence and the dog. And, the, you know, we we have this plan. And, and for the Lord laughs. And the Lord laughs, laughs girl. <laughs> it never works out that way, right? So the self-doubt started to creep in because I was like, how am I going to be able to get through pharmacy school? It's so difficult. It's another four years after undergrad. There's no way I'm going to be able to do yeah. it. So, it, you know, it ended up working out. I ended up delaying my enrollment. And then I started the following year. But get this. How about then I got pregnant with my daughter? So I had two two babies in grad school. I mean, wow. I'm talking about babies in grad school. So I struggled a lot the first couple of years just, you know, telling myself, well, should I give up? How am I going to be able to finish? You know, so that self-doubt stayed around for a long time. And I think even after I graduated, it was part of the reason why I didn't end up starting a business or I didn't end up doing mm. other things because I was so dedicated to being a mom and a wife that I just felt like there wasn't really even room for me, even mm. for myself. Yeah. And I focused so much on that, so much on that, so much on that. And I wouldn't, I didn't have time to go out and, you know, be with my friends or I didn't make time. Should I say, I'm not going to yeah. say I didn't have time because I, I believe that there wasn't time for anything else. Mm. So I didn't do anything. And then what ended up happening was my husband, who's the only child, he was still, you know, had time with his friends and doing other things. And because I wasn't making time for myself and making time to be with my friends, I started to resent him mm. because he was able to carve that time out. So girl, it's like, it it creeped in so many ways. So I was doubting, I was doubting myself as a mom. Am I being the best mom I could be? Cause I'm trying to work and have two kids and then be, am I being the best wife I could be? And all of that self-doubt then translated to insecurity. It translated yes. to me resenting him. But, you know, those things. And eventually I had to like really, really work on myself mm. and, and look inward and realize like this shit, this don't have nothing to do with him. This yep. is me. Yeah, this is literally me. Like I'm mad because I'm not, you know, attributing time to self-care. I'm not spending time with my friends. I'm not doing ABC. I'm not pouring into my own cup. Yes. And I'm pouring in everyone else's and now my cup, cup is empty and I'm looking around pointing the finger at somebody else about why my cup, cup is empty. But you got to fill your own cup up. Come you on can't now. look Come on. to other people to fill your cup up and make you happy. You got to be happy yourself. Yes. And everybody else is just, that's just an addition. That's just the sprinkle. That's just the seasoning. Yes. You got to make sure that you're happy yourself. And that was my issue. I wasn't happy because I was so busy giving to everyone else. And then I made it about him when it wasn't about him. It was mm -hmm. me. Listen, 
that right there is the story of probably every uh mostly every woman who listens to this show right because what what we already know that the enemy comes to kill steal and destroy right and it he's clever he does not try anything new or no special type of trickeration it is literally just the little things right and so if he can like put that in your head you end up turning everybody else is at fault right and so that mm-hmm. resonates with me because I would be the same way like um, my husband's the only child as well and just things like and he would say certain things over time that would be like well why don't you just do it why do you like I'm not telling you no like you're not even asking and I would still right. be frustrated because now you're telling me about myself ain't nobody <laughs> actually do that right <laughs> like I didn't ask you but then eventually I got to the point where I was like you're right like this is my responsibility and so even at the beginning of my slants of doubt journey um it was very much so like like you said it was I had to stop and look at me I had to do my work before I could look out to everybody else and see how they can help Mm me you know they may have contributed to it um but really it's about you and so being able so first of all thank you for sharing your story because a lot of times we don't realize that our insecurities and our doubts start at such a young age because we don't have the words for it right we don't know exactly what it means you you just feel some type of way that's like a little Mm -hmm. you know saying you just feel some type of way about something and then as you start to mature it it looks differently in different situations you know what I'm saying exactly now for us to be at this place where we're able to put a name on it this is what I love about these Mm -hmm. conversations because it's like you like I I understand that story because it's part of it is me right and so when you're able to see that in other women and be able to have a conversation the next thing is okay like okay so then what do I do the next thing is that now you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta look at yourself you gotta take some time for yourself you gotta and you have to ask for whatever it is that you need Mm -hmm. um so that you can get that because you're right you you are responsible and I literally just talked about this on the show is that you are responsible for filling your cup not nobody yep. else that's not nobody, nobody else's else. job that is your job to say no and that doesn't mean that you just give up on everything and be like I'm out mm-hmm. you know now sometimes you might have to say I'm out right but you yeah know, right. <laughs> that's why I don't believe in the whole thing like you know I know we we love the way it sounds and it sounds romantic but people be like you know, I'm looking for someone to complete me or you complete me like we saw, you know, in a movie. with. It's like, no, you need yeah. to complete, you need to already be whole. Yeah, yeah. And then whoever comes into your life is just, that's just an that's a bonus. You don't yes. need to be looking for anyone to complete you. You're looking for someone to complete you, you in trouble. Yeah, You in yeah. serious trouble. And that, the piece that I just described, baby, that's just the self-doubt on the personal side. We need to talk about Listen. the self-doubt on the business <laughs> side. <laughs> let's let's talk a little bit about imposter syndrome. Come on. That shit right there. Listen. Listen, it's literally like the devil on your shoulder. Like I'm talking about she imposter syndrome, she's ghetto, she's ratchet, and she needs to get out my business. That's what she needs to do. She needs to stay out my business. Listen. Because she really be trying to creep in. And, yes. and being a business owner now, it happens a lot. It doesn't happen as often. I'm learning to ignore her mm-hmm. more. But I would say that I had a lot of self-doubt in the business side because, you know, to be honest, I didn't believe in the beginning that people would mm. buy into my brand mm. or believe in, believe in my brand because many people already know, you know, what I do for a living. And a lot of times people like to hear the story of, 
you know, I grew up in hard times. Yeah. I didn't have a dollar to my name. Then I started a business and then whatever, whatever. And those stories are inspiring. I'm not taking anything away from those stories, but my story is a little bit of the opposite, right? My story is that I did everything I was supposed to do. I went to school. I went to undergrad. I went to grad school. I, I got my doctorate. I, you know, have been successful in my career for yeah. over a decade now. And then, oh, and then now you got the, she got the nerve to start hmm. a business. Who, hmm. who she thinks she is? Hmm. Who she thinks she is? She already A, B, and C. And she thinks she going, oh, whoop de whoop de whoop. So literally I had all of those feelings hmm. in the beginning. Cause I'm like, are people going to want to, are people going to truly believe that I'm doing this because I'm really passionate about it? Right. Or are people going to think I'm just trying to get more money? Well, she already is good. She don't need, she already lives here. She already A, B, and C. Yeah. Why would I support her? And that, that ate me up for a long time. And then eventually I just had to let it go. I was like, you know what? Whoever's for me is for me. My tribe will find me. Yes. You know, I'll just continue to tell my story. I'll continue. And they're going to be able to see that it's authentic. They're going to be able to see that it truly is a passion. And maybe they'll realize that because I don't have to do this for the money, because I'm not doing this because, yeah. oh, if, you know, I have to pay a bill, they'll realize, oh, damn, she's really locked in because she don't have to do yeah. this really. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, yeah, but I, I that absolutely. Me up a lot in the no, yeah, and that you know, I, I love how you say that <laughs> that imposter syndrome is ghetto. She is, She's and ghetto. she just She's all up in your business. Like I'm gonna have to use that because that <laughs> is that when you're starting something new. The, so here's the thing: I always say that one when you are walking in your purpose like you are doing it like if it, like you just have joy that you cannot explain to anybody else right yes. and so when you're doing that you're literally doing it from the kindness of your heart you are literally right. doing this with ease there's like a flow to it it isn't any it's you know it's, it's effortless like you are just yep. you're just going about your business but when you have to then present that in a way to say like, okay, but now I need y'all to either support, I need you to, you know, right. pay me for my services. I need you to do all of these things. Then, then that's where, where it comes in, right? It's because you do it for stuff. free. Yeah. You, you, you'll style your friend for free. Like, girl, let me, exactly. let me up and do that real quick. And then, right. and your, and your friends will gas you up. Like you should definitely do yes. this as a business. Do and you like, for real? Okay. Then. And then, and then as soon as you start to walk in that, that's when all of those limiting beliefs and all of that yep. insecurity and the doubt, it shows up. One, Ooh. I believe is because you are literally walking into whatever, whatever God is going to bless, right? And everything that he blesses isn't easy. Like it's not, and you're just going to flow through it. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable. Exactly. And that's, that is where I would say like, the success and the like when you talk about success and failures like people say oh I'm afraid to fail and this that and the that's third. where they meet it that yeah that's where it meets yep. is, is in that space of uncomfortability because you yes. have a choice you could either walk on the other side of that or stay exactly yep. where you are right and I think exactly. that we all have a, a um a moment right when mm -hmm. we have to make that choice because 
as entrepreneurs, you go through the moment where ain't nobody sharing nothing, ain't nobody buying nothing, right. ain't nobody looking at your stuff. You feel Ooh, it, or, or or that other word that we hate. Come, you watching a sister girl down the street, and you like, how she just make this? Uh, and my stuff look. <laughs> we doing the same thing, and she like, Lord, for real. Did you forget about me? Did you forget that you asked me to do this? And I could just go back to doing my job. I could just yes, go back to doing exactly. And then you, the thing about it is, is that if it's if it's for you. You said it. If it's for you, it's, if it's for, you. for you. It's yeah. for you, and it won't and go away. Is going, yeah, it won't yes. go away, and it's going to happen in the time it's supposed to happen. And so you can't be questioning why, like you said, the next person's taking off right now, and maybe it took you two, three. It's just not your time. So you just have to be patient and reverent, and you know, continue to trust God and just yes. like said, walk in your purpose. Because as soon as you start questioning and you unsure and you uneasy he not gonna bless you with yeah not when you questioning it not yeah and the thing about it is is that i always say like you could i ask god for clarification and confirmation all the time okay there's Mm -hmm. a difference between that and questioning right because questioning is where the doubt comes in that's when you like you sure which is where i was at the beginning you sure you call me you want me to do this you don't you don't want uh, (laughs) a homegirl down the street to do it you sure you want me this is gonna be clear like like this and 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 those of the times where and i've said this on the show before where you talk about um the story of moses when he's like well lord you know i got a speech impediment ain't nobody gonna believe me Mm -hmm. like you start off that way and i always say the same thing you know aaron ended up showing up and the lord said okay since you're gonna keep telling me no i'm gonna give it to aaron now granted you know some people preachers preach it as like you need and sometimes you need an aaron you need a helper i didn't see it that way i saw that aaron Uh came and took my (laughs) stuff and i was like I need Aaron to mind her business. Right. <laughs> okay. right. Exactly. I don't need Aaron over here, Lord. I got it. I, I got right. it. Aaron just came in here and swindled me. And yes. Because I'm over here going back and forth with you saying what I can't do. And you continuously showing me this is not about you. Right. And so right. I think that once we get out of that space, that like our businesses are about us and it's about what yep. we can do. It's not about that. My, so we like your business is about serving other women. My business serving, is about serving yep. other women. When you focus on the people, that you are serving yes. nothing else should matter it, i say it, all the time your true passion comes from serving shit when you yes. learn how to serve that's when you really find it but when you doing it for a buck or yeah. a dollar or Listen. it's not gonna work and the people seeing the people watching can tell mm-hmm. they can tell yeah it's not like genuine and authentic they really can absolutely so what have you learned about yourself doing this journey that you didn't know before that I'm even more resilient than I thought I was Mm. that that I'm even more resilient than I thought I was that and that I can I can really really handle I can handle more than I thought I could I think and I think it's crazy because I think even before business I believed that I was like strong and you know independent and the go-getter and determined all of those things but when you get to a moment where you like you done use all the money in the budget or yeah. you know, the project that you thought was going to take off didn't or like you said those moments where you know nobody's purchasing nobody's supporting I've had forget days of that I had I've had weeks in my boutique where there wasn't one Shopify notification so mm. for anybody out there thinking like looking at me on social media thinking like oh yeah she she got it going on. I'm baby. Okay. Like I'm not, I don't got it going on yet. Like I'm, I'm on my way there, but there's plenty of times where I've had those moments where 
I was just like, oh my gosh. And the fact that I was able to still push through the adversity, still keep going, even on the days that people don't support you, when you can still keep going, when you still sending out the emails, when you still yeah. sending out the text messages, when yeah. you still calling customers and thanking them for their business, even though their business might have been a month ago because your ass ain't got a purchase right. in a month. <laughs> like when you still can get on live and be passionate about your brand and talk about a product and all of those things when you know you haven't sold that product. When you when, when I was able to start doing that, yeah, that's when I really recognized like okay girl like you 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 strong strong like yeah you know, strong, but yeah like you really are more resilient than you even thought you were and and that has helped it has showed up in other parts of my life right mm. because now that I've become more resilient in business I'm more resilient in my career mm. like I, I, I find myself approaching you know projects and meetings with like a different type of confidence because I have my own brand over here that I, you know, that I'm confident in. And it's like, if I got all this going on over here and I can still be confident in my brand. Yeah. Y'all not about to, y'all not about to ruffle my feathers over here on the job that I'm making salary. Y'all, yes. y'all, maybe y'all, you, y'all used to ruffle my feathers, but it's not going to happen now. Yeah. Not when I got all this going on. I feel like I'm more um, confident as a wife. I'm more confident as a mother, just the way that I'm showing up in every aspect of my life. Yeah. I feel like I'm stepping into it a bit differently just because of the adversity that I've been able to overcome in business. Yes. And the thing about it is, is that you, you, you hit the nail on the head. Like when you are really working on yourself and a part of this slang self-doubt journey is that it's not just one thing. It is a journey. So it touches all the things. Like I always right. say like we are whole people. We're not, this isn't just about how you slay yourself down in entrepreneurship and how you slay yourself down mm -hmm. at work and all that. When we did like a series of how self-doubt shows up in your marriage and your friendships and your parenting, mm -hmm. you know, with your relationship with God, like there's so many facets, like we're, we're not just one type of person. And I think that I love how you're saying it, like in, in that you were able to take that experience and be able to say that no this is possible everywhere it's not just yep. in this this area I can do this in all areas and I think that you know ultimately the goal is to just be the best version of yourselves and exactly who God yes, called you to definitely. be and he's not saying like I only want you to be you know the version of you in this situation right, right. if you truly take this this seriously and really are trying to you know personally develop and all of those things it will it will overflow into other relationships into and people part. will see see the difference right they'll see the change they'll see whatever it is um because it's you that's changing that and that goes yep. back to the initial thing of like it's not about everybody else you are the change and people will adjust I always you say as women especially yes. in our in our that's homes that is a word that is thank you lord you know <laughs> <laughs> I always say in our homes we are the thermostat you can well I yes. always say I can walk into the house when I was working I would come my husband and be like your attitude sucks like you and I, it would just be like my I didn't hate my job but was so right. stressful and it, it it um it poured like it took so much from me uh -huh. um as a leader and like all the changes and all this other stuff right. it would just be like no I can't come in here I, I, I could not separate that and come home like it was just like exactly. everybody keeps wanting something from me like we, we, mm -hmm. who's gonna ask me what I need and then eventually right. it's like bun they don't need to ask you you need to figure it out what do you need and I was like you know what 
I need a break. I need a, a self-care mm-hmm. day. I need, and it started just like that. That literally, that is exactly what it started with. It started with saying, yeah. okay, on Sundays, I'm going meal prep, but after this hour, yeah. don't don't nobody bother me. Like I'm going to watch the time, Yeah, and as women, oftentimes as wives and mom, mothers, we feel guilty <sighs> to ask for what we need. Yeah. We don't want to ask for what we need. We can know in the back of our mind that we need a self-care day or we need this, we yep. need that. But we literally are fearful sometimes to ask our husband, like, I want this. We expect people to, no. not, when I say we, I mean, in general, <laughs> we expect people to read our minds. Yes. And we're not actually communicating. And you know, men are like, they're very simple creatures. Oftentimes, you just tell them what it is. They're like, okay. Yeah. And we want them to just look at us and know we're falling apart. No, <laughs> I want you to understand. I want you. And they're like, girl, what are you talking about? You could have just told me that. Yeah, listen, I'm telling you, if my husband was listening to this right now, he'd be like, exactly, just tell me. I'm like, you can tell me, uh, you know, football season starts in, uh, at this time. Right. I'm going to be right here every Sunday until February. And you'd be like, what? But I think oftentimes <laughs> we have those expectations because as women, we are different creatures. We're very in tune with emotions. Yes. We're very in tune with body language and all that so we can look at our man and read and be like exact, he don't like yeah especially, <laughs> with, yeah especially with my like we've been together 20 years i can look at him yes. and already know like what's going on i know what to say how to comfort him like i have been with him for two decades so it's like we innately have that women don't necessarily have that as innately Right. So we yeah. get mad. They don't respond to situations the same as us, but they not they are not the same as us. Yeah, they just yeah. aren't. They aren't. On top of the fact that um, we're that it's in our nature. Like that is how we naturally yeah. are to nurture and care and all those things. But I, you know. I think that we both are saying the same thing. Like you need to ask for what you want. So that we just said it a couple of times. So that's your, your confirmation for today. Whoever's listening. Okay. Ask for what you want, ask for what you want and <laughs> ask for what you need. Okay, sis. That's all we got to go with that one. Um, so let's talk about um, curated by Adrian and curated styles by Adrian and chic essentials boutique. Okay. So, yep. I'm gonna be honest. I did not know you had a whole boutique, okay? Because I, I would, I, and so I, I didn't realize that you know Instagram algorithm algorithm be oh, trash, girl. right? So we ain't even gonna talk trash. about that. But like, of course, I'm following Kira, and I'm like, where is she getting these outfits from? Like, I'm just like, I have no idea. And now it makes sense. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, oh, that's so cute. Yes, yeah, thank you. Yep. So. As we, so as a, a customer, like what is the, if a person is coming to you, um, what is it like? Where, where, where do we start? <laughs> Let me just say, where do we start? Okay. Me and whoever else is coming to you. <laughs> For at Curated Styles by Adrian as a styling client? Or well, either or, client? either or. Okay. Well, I mean, as a boutique client, you are going to get high, chic, and timeless fashion. So I offer sizes small through 3XL. So again, it's it's inclusive fashion. You can find uh, Chic Essentials on all you know major platforms: Instagram, Facebook, all of that. And you would just you know you go to the website, you get an amazing shopping experience. The newest uh, launch that we have for the boutique, which I'm super excited, is we have an app on <laughs> like literally a app. We got a whole app. Oh, like, so freaking excited! So. Definitely make sure y'all download the Chic Essentials Boutique app on the Google Play Store and the App Store. 
Um, and, you know, I'm constantly just trying to elevate the customer shopping experience, which is why I also developed the app. I really realized that majority of my women, they shopping from their phone. I mean, all of us, we shopping from our phone. We're on yes. our phone all day. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to have a shopping experience that was seamless and, and effortless and made it really easy. And um, now for my app users, you get access to collections you know ahead of time before it releases on the website at spring collection actually is dropping on the app this sunday on the 28th and um, you also get you also get access to exclusive discount codes specifically for those that download the app so that's kind of a in a nutshell your experience you know through the boutique you're you're definitely going to get pieces that are going to be of value and that'll be able to live in your closet um for years to come and then as a styling client with curated styles by adrian like i mentioned i work mainly with uh, women that are building brands and female entrepreneurs that are looking to really just elevate their personal brand style. So I think oftentimes, um, you know, you may have some sense of style, but you don't really know how to translate it into your brand voice and your brand. It's important for the two to align because you want people to come to your page, come to your website and be able to connect with you. And if your fashion is given, you know, or drab not giving. <laughs> right, or not giving, right, or not giving. And it's like drab, born, and whatever. But your brand is representing, you know, confidence and women empowerment. And that's not really what you're giving when you're showing up. Then that your, your audience isn't going to trust you. And if yeah. they don't trust you, they're not going to really listen to what you have to say. And they're not going to purchase from you. And they're probably not going to, you know, book you as a client. So it's about, really helping women align the two and most importantly, making it authentic to who you are. So I'm not styling you to look like me. I'm not styling mm. you to look like Beyonce. I'm not styling you to look like the girl down the street. It, it needs to be authentic to, you know, your style, what you're comfortable in, but still speak to your brand voice. So, you know, it's just, it's almost like being a little, like a fashion chemist, right? Like, I feel like there's little tweaks that women need oftentimes in that department. It isn't, that the majority of my clients don't know how to dress at all. Many of them have some type of fashion sense, but they need help in the execution department. Yeah. yeah. That's where a style expert comes. Yeah, yeah no, I love that. Yeah. And um, no, yes, because that that you just described me, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> in real life, because uh, especially mm-hmm. I love the fact that you're focusing on entrepreneurs because a lot of times we are so focused on the business, right? Right. You're like your your branding and you know styling and all that stuff that comes secondary. You be like, yeah. I show up however I want to, and then it's time to you mm-hmm. know create something, right? And you be like. Yep what colors go together like what am or I supposed you, <laughs> or you look back you look back at that photo shoot and you hate every photo and you hate yes. look at every photo and it's like it's an investment you ended up paying money you know all this money to get a professional photographer videographer and then you go back and you like oh my god I hate everything that I had on like that's not a good look and unfortunately we live in a society and you know people want to look at style and stuff like it's vain and all of that but the, yeah. the, the bottom line is people are going to judge you based upon your appearance when they haven't heard you that you haven't opened your mouth yet yeah, right? yeah absolutely. they're gonna judge you based upon your appearance it's the same reason why when we go to an interview we don't show up in sweatpants right we show right. up looking we, professional because yeah. we want to show up like we want to get the job so why don't you extend that same grace to your business why do you think you can show up on instagram for your business mm-hmm. looking any way but if you were going to go to a interview, you have your best fly suit on 
and you know would be dressed to the nines to make sure you get that job but then you don't take your business or your brand is there yeah. that don't really make sense sis like you should be looking the part so people are going to look at you and be like oh okay then they're going to read the caption then they're going to listen to the video but if you looking crazy people not really going they're not going to connect they're just yeah. not going to connect no, yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think one of the other things that came up for me as we were, you know, you're talking about it, um, is that some, in some ways, this is where your self-doubt comes in too, right? And you're having insecurities about um, being able to shop appropriately for yourself and finding clothes that, that fit. And, you know, for, again, yeah. as a another, you know, as curvy women, you like, okay, I ain't trying to give it too much. I want it to be uh-huh. enough. I want to be able to find things. And then and guess what ends up happening, y'all? Because it's happened to me. You just delay. Like, I'm, yep. I'm not going to take no pictures because I don't even have nothing to wear, right? I'm not even. And so then you, all you're doing oh, is a whole bunch. Let me extra 20 pounds. Let, let me extra 30 pounds. And, and I and, tell my clients all the time, you have to dress for the body that you have now. Come on. You can't dress for the body that you want five years from now. When, when you get that body, then we'll worry about dressing for that body then. But you got to dress for the body you have now because your business or your brand is operating now. Yes. And so, the people so, who resonate with you and your people need you. They need current right. you. They don't need future you. Exactly. Hello. That, Hello it'll be way, way too late <laughs> if you got away. And and like I said, again, this is this is me. When I started this, it was like, okay, Lord, I'm a, I'm gonna start the podcast once I have slayed myself doubt. It wasn't happening. <laughs> <laughs> it legit was not happening. And then right. I was like, and then it hit me, it was like this is a journey. So people are gonna have to watch exactly. the progression. And it's the same thing with your brand, like they're gonna watch the pro- pro- watch the progression. And so with mm-hmm. being able to have somebody like you to be able to help with the and this is another part about asking for help right we oh we can't yes. do it all we cannot Ooh. do it all and so please it, hire people y'all to do the things listen. that y'all don't enjoy doing or the things that you don't have time to do and focus on the things that you're passionate about that you would and that you love doing because that is going to be what serves your brand and your business the best stop yes. trying to do everything now in the beginning stage you are going to do a lot of everything just because that's how it is in that building phase. But as soon as you can start asking for help and bringing people in and doing whatever you do it, because the more you do things that you do not like, you're going to end up, it it ends up stunting you creatively in the areas of your business that you do love. Listen, and I was just reading this book, um, The Big Leap, and he talks about, uh, yes, he talks about like being in a zone of incompetence or even competence, Uh like basically like the zone of incompetence is like you're, you're, you're working in something that you, that's not your strength. Like I always say like, that ain't my ministry. Like I can't, if I'm not going to do it, you need, yes, you need to. to And and the thing about it is helping, having people help you in those areas that you're not, you you don't know about, or that's going to take you more time. I've even heard like um and just like different things like personal development you know all the leadership things i've been in it's like if something takes you more than 30 minutes to do and you still at the beginning you don't (laughs) you you can't do it you you, right basically it like yes and be coachable stop thinking you know every damn thing stop thinking you know every damn thing know what your lane is just to the point you just said like know what your lane is it's like i think sometimes when people also are successful in certain areas like maybe you are successful in finance and then now you over here trying to start a boutique and you think you know everything yes. because you're successful in this field. It's like, no, this is a different field. Just like with me, it's like I'm in the healthcare industry. I'm success- successful in the healthcare industry, but I knew that when I started a business, I needed to get a business coach. I needed to call them yeah. because this wasn't necessarily my ministry. 
attitude of like, you know, I'm I'm a boss over here, so that means I'm gonna be boss. No, no, honey, mm-hmm. you gotta humble yourself. Yeah, yeah, and be coachable and understand, you know, that you need people that are experts in that area to help you. And it's the same thing in style. Like you may be in charge of everything else that you do in your life, but you you need help in the style department. Yeah, and it, it's okay. It doesn't mean that you're any less of a woman or any less of a boss or any less of a, a entrepreneur or anything like that. It just means that you need an expert to kind of help massage out, you know, what you want your, your brand or personal brand style to, to look like and help you match that vision with your voice. It's, it's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with asking for help. Yes. Well, you just told me, sis. So, you know, for <laughs> anybody else who was wondering whether or not you need, here's another confirmation. Yes, you do. Okay. Like, like, yes, you do. And, and, and again, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. And you're not saying permanent help. You're saying in this right. moment, in this season, you know what I mean? Like you get somebody mm-hmm. to help it. And that's a part of the journey of like growth. You, you pick up so many different things as you go along. Everybody, mm-hmm. like everybody isn't supposed to be with you in every season of your life. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to go back. Sometimes you got to be like, okay, today in this season, I need help and I need to be able to reach out in in community and be able Mm -hmm. to ask people to assist me with the things that I need so that I can move forward. Because if you don't, you again, remember, we talk about that, that space of like, you stay where you are comfortably right yeah you're in the same spot you sometimes you got to walk same over that spot. thing to be able to be in that season of, of uncomfortability so that you can walk into you can elevate know, yeah so mm-hmm. you can elevate and just and do what it is that god wants you to do like Absolutely. that that right there yeah so that they go two confirmations for y'all today <laughs> today y'all better be taking saying. notes over there y'all better be taking notes <laughs> Yes. Thank you so much, Adrian. This was such a great conversation. I, I appreciate you like sharing your Thank story. You. And um, I'm always just like grateful for the, the I, I tell them all the time, like, I'm talking to y'all publicly, like, so everybody else can hear, but these, these, these conversations be for me. The Lord be like, this is who I need to connect you yeah, with. They be for me too, sis. He made it for both of us today, I swear. But no, thank yes. you so much for this platform and how you're, you're able to highlight so many women and have these conversations. Because these are conversations that need to be had and it's for the, you know, women that are out there that think that they're alone, like yeah. you mentioned, and I just want to let you know, sis, if you heard my story and it resonated with you, you are not alone. I'm out here struggling as well. You know, I have great days and I have days that aren't so great. And um, I would just say stick in there. It's it's a marathon. It's not a yes. sprint. And give yourself grace because that's what I really learned to do more and more each day. Like just not be so hard on myself. Yes, yes. And and everything will take care of itself. Like it, 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 it truly, truly will just like she said, continue to give yourself grace and just keep moving forward. Don't we, yes. we no more stopping. No, no more, more stopping. stopping. Okay. So <laughs> no Adrian, more. how can people connect with you if they either want to purchase something from the boutique or they need you to be their brand stylist? <laughs> <laughs> so you can find me um chicessentialsboutique.com is the website. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook um, and also Pinterest Chic Essentials Boutique and then okay. for Q- yes and uh, the link is in the bio there and um, for Chic Essentials Boutique to get to the website and then for Curated Styles by Adrian same Curated Styles by Adrian.com also on Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest as well and there is actually a link 
in my bio with curated styles by Adrian for Instagram, where you can book now and that will link you to a free style strategy call. So it's 30 minutes. We get on the phone. We talk about your style pain points. We talk about your style goals and I help you accomplish those. We'll, we'll do it together, sis. So book a call. Let's talk. Let's talk about how to level up and, and elevate your brand. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for that. Y'all know all her information will be in the show notes. It will be on the, um, when I post it in, you know, social media land, you'll have all the links to be able to get connected with her. So you can book today or yeah, yeah. Now, book now. Book right now. <laughs> right now. Right, right now. Okay. Um, thank you so much for this conversation. You're thank welcome, you for sis. Thank you. So thank much you. For me. you are so welcome. All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slain Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.